reaction. Living by, uh, living by design or living by dissolved, <laughs> default. <laughs> living by design or living by default. And, uh, and I'm going to explain that in just a moment. But I want to take you to Romans chapter 12. And then we're going to look at verse 2. And that's going to be our text for this series. And I think that as we get into this, uh, I want you to just really check your heart and check your life of how you're living. Are you living by design or are you living by default? We just came off of a series called Builders. And we discovered through this series that all of us are building. Many people are building intentionally and other people are not. They're just building as trying to make it and, and, and just get through life and, and not realizing that they're building. And some people may be doing somewhat of a good job, but others that are very, being very, very intentional are doing a great job. And so today I want to I wanna just con- kind of continue that, continue that thought, is that we're, we're building a life. We, we're doing it by default, or we're doing it, uh, we're doing it by design. And Romans 12 says it this way. I love the way that it puts it. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Now, if you notice here, we're either, we're either being uh, transformed intentionally by design, or we're being conformed to this world by default. But we're, being, we're doing it one way or the other. It's either by design or by default. And uh, we're either living, live, living our, faith, our life in faith, or in which by design, or we're going to default to fear. We're, we're, we're either living our lives, we're either living our lives intentionally or we're not living them. It's by, we're going to just default to just getting by. And so I, I was thinking about this as I was just uh, getting ready this morning is that, is that we're living out of our heart. We're living out of our spirit. Or by default, we're living in the flesh. And so we, we've got a purpose to to design our life intentionally, or we're going to default to some other things that will happen. And, and according to Romans 12, the Bible says that we need to live by design. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God in our life. And so I, I want to give you this statement, and, and it's in your notes if you're following along inside your worship guide. It says, there is a chain reaction to the choices we make. Many people don't realize, but as we're making choices, there's going to be things that are going to follow. Therefore, we should learn to live by design or else we will live by default. When it comes to relationships, we either, we either live by design or by default. Today, I've entitled Relationships by Design relationships by design. If we're not intentional in living our relationships by design, then we'll default. What will we default to? We'll default to relationships that we're comfortable with. But not all relationships that we're comfortable with are the best relationships in our life. We need relationships that are going to be challenging, and we're going to talk about that today. We need relationships around us that are going to sharpen us. Iron sharpens iron. It's going to, it's going to make us better. 
There's many times, if we're not intentional about our relationships, then we default to relationships that we're comfortable around. Ones that, you know, there's really no challenge. They're just, we're comfortable around them. And, I, I was, and really, there was a, there was a thought. I, I remember uh, a lady that attended our church years ago, years ago, was actually one of our leaders in our, in our church. And one time she came to me, she's, and I, I just really, even today, I kind of chuckle at it. She says, you know, I, I, I stay clear of you because of the lifestyle you lead. It, it challenges me. Because uh, she had a tendency to be undisciplined in her life. And my disciplined lifestyle challenged her. And, and really what she said is that, what she, I guess she was kind of living by design. She designed her life to live by default. She defaulted to what was comfortable. Isn't that right? And so we, we've, got to, we've got to choose to make the right decisions in our life so that we have the right outcome. Our decision-making will determine where we end up in life, and we'll talk about that today. And so what I want to do for the next little bit, I want to talk about the influence of our relationships. The influence of our relationships. Why is it that we need to, why is it that we need to have relationships by design? It's because they, they influence our life. They influence our life in many areas. I've just picked out three areas, but many areas, they influence our life. Number one, they, by design or by default, our relationships influences our perspectives, the way we see things, the outlook of our life. How do we see things? You know, that's Proverbs 27, verse 17. I quoted it, but I want you to see it. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And so it, uh, our relationships sharpens us. It, 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 it affects our, our perspective, how we see things, how we need to see things. Uh, in our pastor small group last week, we were meeting and uh, I was talking about how, how we need to make sure that in our faithfulness and our consistency, that we don't get into the place where, it, where we get become comfortable and complacent. We can become faithful and consistent in, in areas that we're just, we're, we're faithful in areas and consistent in those areas, and that's wonderful, and we, we need to keep that up, but we, we don't allow anything to take us or challenge us to go to the next level, and we just become complacent and comfortable. We become, we become faithful and consistent in certain areas. Anyway, my wife was thinking, and she voiced it out, and she says, well, you know, I give, I give of my tithes every week, and, and, uh, and, or we do, and she says, and I, 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 I'm not giving in faith. I feel like I'm not giving in faith, and I'm not for sure exactly how she said it, but she said something along those lines. And then, uh, and then Bobby, our, our worship pastor, he, he brought some perspective. See, people will affect your perspective. That's why you want to have good people around your life. And he said something that was pretty profound. He says, you know, he says, uh, he says you can be operating in things where so much that it becomes easier. It becomes easier, which doesn't mean that it's, you become complacent or, or uh, comfortable in it. It just becomes easier because you're exercising. It's like a muscle. The more you do it, the easier it gets. 
And so he gave some perspective in what he said. He says, have, he says, can anybody come to you and talk you out of tithing? And she said, absolutely not. Well, she didn't say it that way, but basically she said no. Uh, and, and nobody could talk her out of tithing. No, that nobody's going to talk her out of, we come to church regularly, and, and that's a commitment to, of ours, and we do it, and, and we could think that we're not doing it in faith, but have somebody try to keep us coming from church. We're going to kick their tail. Because I'm telling you, church is important to us. It feeds every part of our life. It's a place where we're getting fed. And so, so I have relationships around me purposely by design because I know my relationships around me are going to affect my perspective on how I see things. They influence our perspective. And so we need to make sure that we have the right people around us so that we have the right perspective. We need to make sure that we're going after relationships by design or else we're going to default to other relationships will cause us to conform to this world and have this world's perspective. Amen? And so, so that, that was awesome, you know, that, that, that this happened to happen in the preparation of this, uh, of this message. Proverbs 12, uh, 13, 20 says, He who walks with wise men... In other words, they're going to they're gonna have a great perspective. They're going to have a wise perspective because they're walking with the right people. But notice this, a companion of fools. A lot of people may say, well, I'm no fool. Well, what is a fool? You know, many times we define things by our definition rather than letting the Word of God define what's a what something is. Well, a fool is somebody that knows to do right and does it wrong. Knows to do what the Word of God says, but yet don't, doesn't do it. That's, that's a, pretty much a fool. And, and so when we walk with people that know better, but then don't do it, the Bible says, notice, it will lead to destruction. It's going to destroy some things in our life. And I'm going to tell you why. is because we, we adapt a wrong perspective, and that pro- wrong perspective, it, it, there's a chain reaction that's going to lead to something bad in our lives. So that's the first thing that I want us to see. There's that influence that influence our perspective. Secondly, by design or default, our relationships influence, and I don't really need to say this, but it influences our decisions. I mean, it's, it's, our decisions are going to be affected by it. Proverbs twelve twenty six says this. It says, The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. In other words, they're going to make decisions because of the influence in their lives. And then 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, Do not be misled or fooled or deceived. Bad company corrupts or ruins good character or good morals. And so we need to understand that our relationships, our relationships will, will influence our decisions in our life, and then our decisions, decisions will determine where we go in life and the outcome of our life, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. You know, right now we're having small groups sign up, and we do small group by design intentionally. We want people gathering together because we want people's 
we want to influence each other in a godly manner, in a godly way, so that we gain the right perspective and that we make the right choices in our life. We need people around us that's going to sharpen us, make sure that we're staying on track in our lives. I, I, I'm, I purposely pursue relationships in my life. There's some pastors that I, I pursue. We had one that spoke just a few weeks ago. I've been, I've been pursuing. I just felt in my heart that I was supposed to pursue a relationship with this man. And so I met him at a, at a conference a few years back. And since then, I have been making phone calls to him. I've been talking to him. I said, I said, listen, I feel like I'm supposed to develop a relationship with you. I intentionally have, have done this. I, I, I was up front. Hey, I'm supposed to have a relationship with you. And so uh, and we just continue to talk. I've called him for some, uh, to counsel me uh, on some things over the years, and these past couple of years. And, and it's been great. And finally, God spoke to him. And, and he told me this past, this year, he says, I, I feel like I'm supposed to be developing that relationship with you. I said, well, thank you. Awesome. Amen. Because yeah. I want people around me that's going to challenge me. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, I listened to him, have been for years, and he, he pastors a, a relatively large church doing a great job, great leader. I want to be, cha- I want to learn from him. I want to make good decisions. I want to make decisions that's going to help us, help me, help our families, help our church, help our community. Amen? And so we've got to do this. We've got to not only do this, but we need to pass that down to our, 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 the next generation. We need to teach our young children the importance of, of surrounding themselves with great relationships. So important. So important. And, uh, you know... Studies show that the most introverted individual on the face of this earth in their lifetime will influence approximately 10,000 people. That means that introverted person will influence 10,000 people and those 10,000 people will make decisions based on the influence of that one person. And obviously that the decisions of that, uh, those people, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect their lives. So let me give you the third thing here that I want to share with you because I've still got a few other things that I want to share. Is that by design or by default, our relationships influence or influences our our destinies. Influence our destinies. In other words, where we end up in life. There's a lot of people, I, I counsel people all the time and I know that there's some here and I've counseled and a lot of people end up in places they wish they weren't. And they, they end up there and they say, I, 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 don't, I don't like where I'm at. Amen. I don't like where I'm at. Can I tell you something? Specifically today, we're talking about relationships. But I would examine your relationships and see what type of relationships you have around you because your relationships will determine where you end up in life. Not to mention, uh, obviously, it starts with your choices because you're choosing that relationship. It's a relationship you're choosing. You need to have relationships in your life that are going to cause you to end up where God wants you to end up. Relationships are key. Galatians, oh, one of my favorite scriptures. Galatians, relationship scriptures. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6 through 9, it says, You were running a, a good race. You were doing awesome. 
You can hear just God cheering this guy on. You were doing so good. You were impacting people. You were, you were serving people, loving people, ministering to people. You were, you know, you were giving. You were supportive. You, you know, you were the great husband, great wife, great. You know, you were just doing a great way. You were doing a great thing, and you were running a great race. And it goes on to say, who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? What relationship did you allow in your life to cut in on you and trip you up? That's what God's, that's the question he's posing here. What, what happened? Did, did, why, why did you not have the right people around you? It goes on to say, that kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. And then he says this, a little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. It's like, you've heard it, you've heard it said, one bad apple will ruin the whole a whole bunch, whole bushel, however you want to put it. And, and it just takes just a little, a little bit. A, and I, that doesn't mean that we're not to be around sinners. We need to be reaching people. We need to eat with people. But I'm, really what it's talking about are people that we are partnering, partnering with in life. People that we're spending most of our time, we're giving them a big old voice into our life. These people that we give voice in our life can ruin where we end up. Man, what was going on with you? You were doing so good. How many times have we done this? Where we've seen people just running this race, they're doing a great job, and, and then all of a sudden, whew, they got off course. And it's like, what happened? What happened? We allow something in our life, just a little something that just ruins everything. And... I think that's where we all find ourselves from time to time at that crossroad of making decisions. Do I let this person have a a large voice in my life or not? I'm going to tell you, we need to be around all kinds of people. We don't don't shun people. We don't... uh, We we love people. We reach people of all walks, all backgrounds. I mean, we love everybody. But we should... We should be very, very careful about those that have a voice in our life that's constantly around our lives. We need to make sure that we're allowing the, the voices in our life that God wants in our life so that our, our life ends up where it needs to end up. Right. Amen? So, with all that being said, are you learning anything? Yes, Chain reaction. Chain reaction. Your relationships are going to, they're going to produce something in your life. There's always going to be something. You either live by design or you live by default. And so we need to design our relationships. Who are we going to have around us? See, I I believe this with all my heart. I'm only as good as the people I surround myself with. I'm only as strong as the people I surround myself with. And I've I've intentionally uh, made this decision that I'm going to go after great relationships. I love people to a fault. Well, I guess I can't do that because we're told to love people unconditionally, right? I just love people. I passionately love people. And I love people, all people. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a great team around me. And I'm going to work hard at it. And we're going to talk about teams that we have around us. Because there might be some that start out well with you, don't end up well. Jesus had some. He started out with 12, and out of those 12, he lost two. 
Out of those two, one came back. But they didn't all come back. And so we, we've, got to, we've got to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with a great team. So let me, let me share some thoughts with you that I believe that will help you in choosing uh, the right relationships by design. Number one, choose people. Choose those who are for you. People that are for you. We need, we need people around us that's for us, that love us unconditionally, that are, that, that are for us. That are going to love us with all of our issues. I have issues. I don't try to hide them. I, I, I just, you know, I'm growing. I'll be growing until Jesus comes back. I'm tell you one thing, though. I love God with all my heart. And I love people with all my heart. And in the process, in the process of pursuing God, uh, I'm going to make some mistakes. In the process of loving people, I'm going to make mistakes. And so I'm not talking about people that love God with all their heart and you're looking for the perfect person or whatever, but I am looking for, I am looking for people that are going to love me unconditionally, people that are going to look at me and say, hey, I'm for you. I'm for you. And what I mean by that is that I'm looking for people that are going to celebrate me, not tolerate me. I, I, I always look for a flow. This is, this is just a... Uh, I said it earlier, you live from, you live from, by design, out of your heart, or else you'll live out of your flesh. And by design, I'm always living from my heart, and the Bible says, out of your heart shall blow, flow rivers of living water. The life of God will flow out of our hearts. So I'm always looking in my relationships that I surround myself with for that flow where people are, it's flowing into. And one of the things that I've seen in my life is that people that honor me highly, there's a greater flow. There's a greater flow from me into their life when they honor me. And we saw that in Jesus' life. He was restricted when he was around people that didn't honor him. He says, I couldn't even do anything mighty there. He says, because they didn't honor me and those in, in my own house, in my own city. He says, they didn't honor me, therefore I couldn't do anything mighty. In other words, what I believe was being said is that people just weren't celebrating him. They were tolerating him. Some didn't even tolerate him. And so... Look for people that are going to celebrate you, people that really appreciate you, appreciate who you are, the person that you are. And can I say this to husband and wife? Too often, too many times, we start out that way and we drift away from that appreciation, that honor, that, that respect, that, that celebrating of one another. And therefore, that's when that life flow stops. And we become our worst enemies. And we start to affect each other because of the, the things that's happening in our heart. We allow that pollution in our heart, and then we start saying things and doing things we shouldn't do. Let me give you the second thing real quick. Relationships to choose by design. Choose those who are for what you are for. And what I mean by that is that they need to, they need to be about the local church. The local churches, I mean, when, when I'm talking about what you're for, you ought to be for God. You ought to be for uh, what he's about. 
I, I said this last week, I believe it was last week, I'll say it again, is that there's an antichrist spirit out in this world that is a uh, that has influenced people to be anti-church. Church ought to be respected and honored. And it's being criticized like we've never seen before in, in media, in, in the things of God, and in, in just uh, are being criticized in media and just among people. Oh, well, we can't talk about God. Why not? God created your buhani. We, he, he created everything. You couldn't even get up. You couldn't even walk. You, couldn't even, you cannot even breathe if he didn't want you to. Jesus Christ created us. He's Lord of Lords, King of Kings. I'm going to love him and I'm going to be unashamed of him. I'm going to let people know that he is the life flow of everything that we have need of in every area of our lives, whether it's in family, finances, or health. It doesn't matter. And there's an enemy out there that's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And we need people that are going to come alongside us. If we've got to be quiet about God around people, then they're probably not the right relationship that you want to have close with you all the time. Now, you be in their life. You are, you are assigned by God to reach the lost, to reach those far from God. But you don't give them a huge, huge voice in your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so we need people who are for what we are for. And we, are, we need to be for God. Else you're the person that we probably need to talk to and reach out to. Let me give you this last one. And, and, you know, I was thinking about this, too, this, on this second point, is that we, we have what we call Church 101. And this is what, uh, some steps that we have that we believe that God's ordained and wants all of us to take. And this is a step in our growth track uh, process where we, we... It's a place where you can enter in a, a, a partnership, a covenant relationship with your church through membership. And, and not, you can go through 101. We've had people that once they go through 101, it's like, oh, I don't think this church is for me. Wonderful. Go find that place. But you need a place. You need a place. Today we have 101. If I want to invite you to come and be a part of that. And find out more what kind of relationship you would be entering into because we express and explain what our church is all about. And I want to encourage you to do that. Now, let me give you the third thing in closing. The, the third thing that uh, in person uh, that we, by design, need to uh, uh, go after are those who are against what we are against. We're against the devil. We're against everything and anything that the devil has, is for or has to offer. We're against that. We, we, we're against it. Uh, this week we've been under some attack. Uh, uh, as a church, we were broken into uh, both buildings. And, uh, and my, my uh, by the way, I'm a granddad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was before, before the birth of the baby because the baby was alive and the baby was in my daughter-in-law's womb, but uh, I get to hold her and see her and love on her and kiss her. And, and so anyway, uh, 
but my, my, my daughter-in-law's had some complications. And, uh, and so she's had uh, uh, thus far three surgeries. She's still in intensive care. And so she's, uh, uh, it's just big, huge thing I'm not going to sit here and get into, but been attacked. And uh, uh, she'll be in intensive care for a couple of days still yet. And, uh, and so anyway, I, I'm just grateful that I have relationships that are close to me that have been around me. And I was, you know, I was just thinking about Dan and Debbie. Uh, they contacted me yesterday and, and uh, uh, because uh, Rachel had to have an emergency surgery last night and, and Dan and Debbie just said, you, you, anything you need, anything Marvin or Rachel needs, you just say it and if we can do it, we're there. We're there. It doesn't matter. Do it. You know, whatever it is, you just, you just call on us. And... Uh, of course, I just was kind of moved emotionally and, and kind of broke. I was, on, I was on the phone. I was talking to Debbie and just had to stop. And she didn't know how to react, but I was trying to gather myself. But they were against, and they are against what we're against. Uh, others, you know, I know that Rachel Moreno found out that we had been broken into and... and uh, she went down to Sam's, looked over some surveillance cameras and, and that type of thing. And, and so she called uh, or con- contacted me and said, hey, I'm going to give towards that. And she's, you know, done that. And so against what we're against. Have people, have people around us that are against what we are against. Brittany. Just offering herself to be there for my grandchildren, which my grandchildren are dear to me. You know that. Thank you. Thank you guys for for just being there and being against who I'm against. We need relationships around us that are going to fight with us, that are going to get in there and going to get dirty, and it's it's always going to be inconvenient. The devil doesn't make it convenient. He doesn't play fair. And typically, and by the way, the devil's not God. He can't be everywhere at all times. And so typically when he comes in, he comes in with a way, in waves. So it's like bam, 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 bam. And we just, you know, the good thing is, is that we have authority over him. We have victory over him. Next series we're going to talk about is fighting. And fighting, fighting, uh, and, and we're going to talk about our spiritual authority. That will be next month, I believe it is. But the point I'm making here is that we need to make sure that uh, people are not going to run when things get rough. Uh, I remember, and some of you have been around, you've heard this story umpteen times, but it bears repeating. Uh, years ago, before I knew Christ, I had crossed some guys and... and uh, I, w- I had pulled into a, a, a quick trip to, if you don't know what that is, it's like a, uh, a corner store and was getting some gas. And, uh, and these guys pulled up. As, uh, my buddy and I were, had pulled in. I was getting some gas, and there was another car that pulled up. And there were, I, I think there was about four guys that pull, uh, jumped out of the car. And one of the guys that was the one that really was after me, he hit me over the back with a bar, and I went to the ground. 
and they started kicking me and just kicking and kicking and kicking me and my buddy took off running down the road gee thanks what a buddy we need people that are going to stand up and fight even when the odds are against us you need people around you that are willing and and going to stand there with you amen amen and so by design we choose our relationships our relationships will uh, influence our perspective they'll influence our decisions and they'll influence our destiny from this point on I want to encourage you I want to challenge you as a church I believe God's taking us into a place that we've not ever been that's going to be outstanding the world's getting darker that means we as God's people are going to get continue to get lighter and there's going to be people that are going to need us like they've never needed us before and we need to be united as a church powerfully united and so that's why we need to get into our get in relationships and develop those relationships by design it's important that we do it by design important that we get in those relationships so that when when God needs us we're not we're not questioning each other we're united and we're going down the same path together and we're going to make this impact amen, amen. small group sign up today please I want to encourage you uh, to get in a small group, please get in a small group, okay? All right, praise God. Father, thank you for today.